What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I'm your host, Random Randy. And uh, so we're going to jump into some kind of weird stuff here today. Uh, let me put on my screen share so that I can show you folks. So what I've been looking at and uh, kind of gave me a weird time. It gave me a really weird time looking at this. Um, let's do this real quick. Yeah, I should have had it set up, but it's okay. Anyway, I'm looking at this YouTube channel, guys, right? And uh, how did I come across it? I'll show you how I came across it here. <clears throat> Not that. It is this. Now, something I'll point out is all of these sort of branches of, of this false history kind of narrative thing, right? Um, seem to be usurped or something, right? It says this guy, this is a guy who who runs this website. He uh, is a writer of very many books, very many books. Um, you know, is a fan of Donald Trump, apparently, which is fine. Don't get me wrong. It's fine. Um, so he's got all of the all of the go to sort of hidden history stuff sitting on his his site here. Um, and then when you get through it all and you start to look at kind of more uh, more about him, uh, he writes many books having to do with ascension, awakening, etc. So, you know, I, I would dare to say that he's kind of part of the what is called like the 33 club or the, you know, the. Um, construction agency of the narrative in this world right so um so there's a bunch of really cool stuff on here stuff that i really enjoy looking into not really too many answers um without some kind of like background information being passed into your brain subconsciously okay and one of those which is which is why it gave me kind of a a weird time is this right here this do we live in a crater okay um so we're going to look at his uh article first just so that you have an understanding of what i'm talking about here and you know i encourage you all highly to to look into these things even if they sound crazy right um and, and so this is the third option right guys uh what if earth is neither flat nor a globe but something else entirely so one of those theories is that earth is inside of a crater okay which may very well be i i personally think that we're living in kind of more of a dream realm uh something where we have a bit more power than we understand we do and um if you're looking on instagram and stuff you might be seeing this thing going around having to do with if you hold something up to a mirror behind a piece of paper and then look around it the mirror knows now, now, is it the mirror that is picking up that information or is it your mind that is creating it and putting it in front of you? So that's just one of the things coming out uh, recently that many, many people have uh, have begun to look at and comment on. So let's get to it. What if the earth is neither flat nor a globe, but something else entirely? <clears throat> now, this guy. And this is his. uh is YouTube, right? I'll, I'll leave a link to it in the in the uh, notes here. But um, I suppose I better make sure that I turn on the share sound because we're going to need that because we're going to take a look at some of this guy's videos. And uh, I'm going to bring you with me. Now, I, I went through and watched all of these, all of these videos, 
uh, took me maybe like a, a week or two uh, to go through these. Um, they're all on the back of, um, you know, the uh, Nazis running things, right? Um, the uh, Horus, Isis sort of uh, Egyptian connection, right? Uh, it goes in. So there's a lot of like maybe fear porn embedded into this. And it has that vibe. You start looking at some of these videos and um, and you see that the very common thing that he pulls up is just a slap at the, you know, solar or, uh, or sorry, heliocentric model thing, right? Um, but the guy uses story, a lot of information ghosts, uh, to put his point across. Constructions. And that's okay. Ah, now, much of his information Columbus. is pretty valid. It makes a lot of sense. Um, information having to do with the ah, realm as a magic mirror machine the second one is, is one. Okay, so we're, we're going to take a look here at the one in question. Now, it's called Time Layers. And I think that there's a lot... Uh, you know what? Let's look at the magic mirror machine first so that you can see what I'm talking about. So we're going to go ahead and look at this. Pull this up. I'll bring you all with me. This advanced base or space and it's only 20 minutes long. Will be okay. For the final to the moon. Hopefully I've got it loud enough for you guys. The shape of a wheel measuring 200 feet across. Okay. So we've got Werner von Braun, right? The, uh, the SS connection. Right? And that sort of thing. Uh, Walt Disney, of course, right in there with these guys. This really evil looking character. Ask yourself, are these people human? <laughs> so he even goes into the non human aspect, right? So. I called it reset number four. But there could have been more, of course. Relies very heavily on the reset uh, about the assumption. National Space Station. Okay. If it is a counter-rotating mechanism, the black sun. So much there, symbolism there embedded in his videos, which always raises a question, right? What is it being used for? No. Or the second option, influence the time layers. Okay. So essentially, or atmosphere can be looked at as a time layer. And I've been thinking this for quite some time. It is possible to duplicate the geometry of space inside our equations, to make a copy of it only in reverse. In this reversed version, the copy of the black hole behaves differently. Becomes a white Instead hole. Instead of not being able to escape from its inside, all objects are on the contrary destined to escape from it. Okay. Keep that in this mind. Is what we call a white hole. Perhaps we are all now destined to escape this system, of this copy of right? Time, we are able to stick it underneath our original hole. All right. So this is just the concept of perhaps this is with the, shape the nature of, the of our realm, rather than the simple hole. Okay. It is this type of structure. The toroidal field that we see. We see evidence wormhole. of this. Okay. If such a structure exists, then the wormhole must necessarily connect two portions of space-time together. Right. We can quickly start to dream of a future in which spaceships might go through such shortcuts in space-time to travel from galaxies. Okay, to so galaxies. it goes into the space narrative there, right? Well, in my view, there are no galaxies, but time mm -hmm. layers. And, and you know, I think that there's something to this, Let's guys. Let's say you are flying around. In think the of uh, Planet of the Apes, layer, right? And you find a way to make a hole to the second layer. 
You fly around in the second layer and you decide to go home. What would you find? Would you end up in a Planet of the Apes scenario? Maybe there you would find your ancestor, the missing link, the link between human and ape? Well, what is the problem? Let's say you have four time layers and you manage to go from the fourth layer to the third layer. But now you have ended up in a time period where the fourth layer wasn't even created yet. So you cannot go back to something that isn't there. Let's say you wait for a new reset until right. the fourth layer is created again. You fly through it, but you destroy it again. Theoretically, there would be only one way out. You would hang in space, wait for the fourth layer to be created, and from there, from space, you can return into the fourth layer. Okay. So, let's say, for example, I'll pause this real quick. Let's say space and time are one thing. That would make sense then, right? Um, just saying that would that would make some sense. There's man, there's about twenty or thirty videos this guy's got uh, that hammer home a lot of really what I consider relatively valid information. So I would like you all to you know of course use your own perspective, your own thought process on this. Um, and ideally, I'll have some people uh, message back to me regarding their thoughts on this. Uh, is it valid? Is it uh, simply a method of giving you the narrative based information like the um uh the egyptian based mythology etc right so there's a lot of that in there which makes me really feel that this is um some people will call it controlled opposition uh, but if you know anything about the information that we have available to us it, this is all handed to us guys okay and it's all handed to us with a, a, a very important purpose um to lead to lead your mind right because we are very powerful beings uh whatever we are essentially we create okay um so that's why the move to keep everybody sick unhealthy um drugged up etc right because when you're in those states you are helpless basically um so that's that's something to point out um and this series of videos if you're not strong-willed and strong-minded uh, will put you in a little bit of a kind of a slump. Um, I'm just being honest, you know, I sit and watch these and uh, I don't know if it's his use of certain uh, phrases, words, music, um, but this guy clearly knows what he's doing in order to get into the heads of, of his, uh, you know, patrons and things. So just keep that in mind. If you're going to go down this rabbit hole, it, it gets a little dark and a little weird. You know, we throw in there... Um, Walt Disney and uh, and you know he calls Walt Disney Disney Hitler and and this sort of thing. So there's a lot of uh, hate backed information, which is unfortunate because a lot of the information is very interesting and very intriguing. Let's say that humanity in the future decided to go into the past. Would they have landed on the planet of the apes?
Possibly. Where would the spaceship right? be? Well, I know where it is. And I know the period they landed. Okay, and he goes on to tell you all of these things, right? It must have been prehistory. Okay, so you're going to want to watch some of these videos, guys, to catch up on what he's talking about here. Let's uh, just do a real quick pointing out. This at the top here is our crater, as he says. This is our crater, okay? Um, we have Walt Disney with his map of uh, Disneyland or Disney World. They think this is Disney World. Yeah, Florida, Disney World. Okay, and basically the idea is is that Walt Disney is laying out um, in miniature exactly what is happening on our portion of the Earth or you know whatever we are sitting on top of, right? So this is the idea, and, and again, I, I, this is very interesting. There's some very interesting shapes, etc. Here we have the turtle shell shape. Um, now this is supposedly our crater, and what the idea is is only half of it is where we actually live because the other half of it is frozen, okay? We call it Antarctica, or what have you, okay? Uh, but it's frozen solid, okay? What does that mean? If you were to look at our crater as though this were the brain of essentially what he calls here is an organism, okay? Um, and you've got to be open-minded to think of places and, and inanimate objects and things like this as having life to them, okay? But this is not a new pattern of thought this is a very ancient pattern of thought that everything is alive okay so stay with me here so you have the brain right and uh keep in mind we are only functioning in the left brain okay so that's going to be the logical side all right and uh so that means the opposite side or like so we are we are in the masculine side right and as much as people might want to argue about that, um, think about the nature of the world, right? We're lacking compassion, lacking, et cetera, blah, 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 right? So a very pointed, masculine, uh, Osiris cult type of existence, right? We, we're no longer, uh, we're no longer of the Janus cult, right? We're not having a bidirectionality, okay? We're just on one side, just on one side. So that's the idea of this. And, and that makes sense to me. Okay. Now, when you go further down into the organism, what you find is you find a body. Right. And and you can kind of look at these as like Don Tien's uh, or um, chakra, like the five basic chakra. Right. So this uh, would be like the administration grouping here. Uh, and then supposedly this one down here where the like stomach would be, would be the um, manufacturing facility. Okay. Uh, and then further down, we have like the spaceport and uh, these would be like the legs. Uh, so he goes further into all of this idea. And I don't think that this is his idea, guys. I think that this is the idea and this is what is being pushed um, to replace whatever came before right and of course it's only ever going to be fringe right you're, you're talking about a youtube creator uh, most people won't look at this uh, this will not pick up much steam even though he's got some like hundred thousand subscribers okay that uh, is significant but not quite enough to change the nature of the world that we live in um that seems to take you know a little bit more i think we're getting close to uh 
possibly taking some of the power back away from the narrative that exists. Um, but we will never know that based on looking at the mainstream, right? We just won't know. It. They won't tell us that. So let's go on. This is another common thing that we're looking at uh, in the hidden uh, and stolen history kind of thought process. We have a scenario of dragons, uh, giant beings, possibly uh, titans creating what we know as the landscape. Now, all of this can be explained through the time hypothesis. Okay. Uh, also, keep in mind that all time uh, is is subjective right so what we may see happening uh with with the mountains uh could be in their consciousness less than a fraction of a second our entire existence our entire existence as humanity is this earth etc so that's just something to keep in mind the time factor is weird it's hard to get a grip on um but once you do it it, it makes some sense it makes some sense i'm not saying that everything that this guy says is correct uh, but I do admire that there's a lot of pieces of information that are, are being revealed. Um, of course, these revealed pieces of information will not be the whole story. They will be that kernel of truth wrapped in symbolism, wrapped in falsities, right? Let's try another explanation concerning Atlantis. Let's go back to the theory of the reflections and the reset. So as you noticed, the mirror image is always coming closer to the Earth. So at a certain point it will hit the Earth. What would happen? Take a look again Here we go. at the inverted pyramid I showed. Now, this is something that he goes over a few times, and this is what I found very, very interesting, everybody, okay? Very interesting, that through time, okay, by time as a catalyst, here's what we have. We're up here in the matter side of things, right? Um, now, that which came before in a previous mirror version of this world has since become covered in mud, okay? Now... Archaics speaks about the vapor canopy collapsing. Now, that theory is all well and good, but let's take that theory. Let's combine it with this theory. Okay, so we have a vapor canopy and we have a time canopy. Those things coalesce inside of each other. They, they are one in the same. Okay, so when you create a new time bubble, you create a new field of matter, basically. Okay. What happens to the previous field of matter? That time bubble collapses and causes some form of an event that casts all of that information that used to be matter uh, and, you know, dust and, and water. And I mean, I mean, you name it, whatever matter is existent in that time bubble, okay, becomes mud. The previous layer then turns to stone, fossilized by none other than time, okay? Now, I do feel that there's some form of contrary component to this uh, that 
if you're familiar with what a Merkaba is, um, it's basically the Solomon star, okay? Uh, you have these different angles, right? One pointing down and one pointing upward, uh, one pulling to Hades and one pulling to the heavens. And then we are sort of stuck in between of these counter-rotating fields, okay? So that's the idea. And he goes really far into explaining all of this. So I, I really hope that for, for your own sake, you look into this stuff and consider it. Um, especially when you know something about Hollywood and their movies, uh, the reveals that are that are made constantly. Okay. Now, if you're like me, it's a very fun way to be that anything, absolutely anything is possible. And the reason that we're being shown certain uh, subjects and, and certain things is that we are the vehicle for the creation in, in the matter field of these concepts, right? They come from the Akashic, they come from dreamland, they come from, you know, inspiration, muses, spirits, gods, whatever, right? They come down through us uh, and then are relegated into matter, right? They come from spirit into matter through us. We are creators, okay? So that's a very important part of it. So let's take a look. What is stone? Stone is the lack of water. What is mud? Mud is 50% water and 50% stone. So in this case, matter would be pure water. Let's say when the last image hits the earth, everything changes into water. This could be the Big Bang the first sound wave repeating itself over and over again like an echo or like the breath that we all have in and out cyclic motion okay that's another part of this world that uh, is interesting to take into account everything operates in cycles so this has happened before and will happen again all right so this is something that's important to know it's a natural uh, pattern of things, and it's easier when you look at this. Uh, and keep in mind, when we see the moon here, what we're seeing is, in, in this gentleman's point of view, a picture of the larger, what we call actual celestial Earth, okay? Um, and then these time layers would be like where we exist within one of these time layers, okay? Um, it seems that perhaps we are, are existing... To us, it looks like we're existing on top of a mud layer and a stone layer, um, but we could be in an inverted system. So that's something to keep in mind. Creating, destroying, creating, destroying. Let's say history repeats itself. Humanity colonizes the bigger earth. Center of this culture is Saturn or Atlantis. But in this period, the last reflection is about to hit Earth and change everything into water. No place to escape, except take all the DNA, put it in a spaceship, make a wormhole, go to the past, and start all over again. Okay, 
But what about God? Wasn't it God who gave the order to build the Ark? What is the mastermind behind all this? Let's say you are walking on a timeline. <laughs> you put down a book. You start walking again. Faster and faster. You stop. You want to take the book, but it's no longer there. You look in the mirror, <laughs> but nobody's there. See what I mean about the symbolism, the narrative and everything that this guy's got uh, just embedded in an ingenious fashion. So keep that in mind watching through these. You look at your hands, but they are disappearing. All that's left is a screen. And even that is disappearing. This state of being without an observer, I would call the fa. Hmm. The void when you are pure energy. Now let's have the second player, the reflector. Let's say the fa and the reflector come together. Now the fa becomes the engine of the reflector. This, of course, is the atom. Now the void is seeing its reflection in the mirror. Now, something I'll point out is something interesting about that, the void seeing its own reflection in the mirror. So essentially the components of this Merkaba machine, this magic mirror earth machine, right? This illusory reality engine that exists um, that's, that would be considered the all seeing eye. Okay. Uh, it would be the system itself observing itself. Okay. And observing everything that happens within itself. Um, this might be what some people might call God, uh, or, you know, what the, um, Masonic, you know, folks might call, you know, the great architect. Okay. Um, <clears throat> because of course, in all of our minds, there has to be something to create something else. Right. Um, forget about the fact that it just seems to be a natural cycle of, of nature, the creation, disillusion, creation, disillusion, breathing in and out, in and out. Um, so we, we automatically assume that it goes back to a catalyst point, like a big bang. Um, who knows if that's really hundred percent true. We've been fed so much information. It's very difficult to, to sort of decipher that, but I just wanted to, to point that out. So that's, this is where all the symbolic stuff pops in guys. Um, and it, and it makes it makes a bit of sense. The zero is observing the one. This, of course, is the start of the matrix. Now, when you're walking on a timeline and you put down your book, the book will be projected in the holographic universe. Bum, bum, bum. Reality becomes a 3D projection. Let's replace reflector with atom. So you have the fa, the atom. So the fa is Eva and the atom is Adam. Atom has two parts, a male and a female part, Isis and Osiris. So what's the story? Let's recapitulate. You have the atom, 
you have the fa, then you have the snake, and of course you have the apple. Let's compare that with a clock. So you have the mechanism, the atom, the battery, the fa, the clock face is the apple, the pattern of the movement is the snake. So what do you guys think about that? It's making some sense, right? Interesting that he's pulled the three out of this clock here. Let's say that the clock <laughs> face is damaged. That would alter the movement of the snake. Mm -hmm. Imagine a perfectly calibrated counter-rotating mechanism. Would this have been Eden? Then its Possible, orbit right? gets disturbed. The bite that taken out of the apple? It to wobble. That creates the apep pattern. Or the figure eight. So what's right? the story? Well, there is no story. This painting is just showing how it is. The atom, the fa, and the disturbed snake pattern. It's essentially saying that the void, uh, the fa, has taken a bite out of the pattern of the reality. Okay. Which could be why we often consider ourselves and uh, the entities around us as fallen or maybe perhaps broken. Um, I, I think us being slightly askew or, or slightly broken um, adds to the, not just the chaos factor of the reality, um, but also to the inevitability. And, and we're going to get into necessity and inevitability here uh, probably towards the end of this. I wanted to point out some things about the Anunnaki narrative uh, and how it ties to Greek mythology and where necessity comes in. There's a goddess necessity uh, that is, if I'm not mistaken, named Anaki. So, you know, th this this tomfoolery with words is very important to follow. Um, and it's very important to take a look at and say, okay, where did this come from? Where did this term Anunnaki come from? Um, and what we know about the Anunnaki narrative is that uh, this is an experiment, essentially, right? Um, the Lucifer experiment, some call it, etc. It's basically the experiment of the space between us and the void creating necessary. This is the idea, and it's you know I don't hundred percent agree with it, but um, creating the necessity for the experiences that we're all having, even if they are experiences of what we might call woe. Symbolized by the apple. But religion, of course, had to blame someone. You have God, a disobedient humanity, and, of course, women. Religion is always blaming women. Now, this is where I think that, that the, the bite of the apple part kind of comes in. Um, we are very pointed male-based society whether we want to admit it or not based on you know the the ridiculousness going on in sexuality in the world um but keep in mind we have god the father no mention of the mother the mother in the current narrative is the chaos dragon um tiamat who was slain 
uh, in order for us to be, to exist basically. Okay. So the mother's been taken out of the picture. Now this gentleman in his findings um, relates that to this crater earth that we live in. Okay. And that half of it is frozen over and is defunct. And that would be the womanhood side of it. Okay. So that's something to keep in mind. Another thing to keep in mind with the whole alien narrative, alien narrative, we have the night mother, right? Nix, who is essentially the Lord of what we call the greys, right? And it would make sense that if the feminine side of our realm uh, is frozen, is defunct, is not functional, is broken, um, these would not exist in a material form. These would exist in an ethereal form. And this is why we are being outright denied the knowledge of the ether because the ether is the, the fa, right? It is, it is the void. It is the woman's side of it. Um, and what do you know about men and women? They come together and create, right? But one is a receptacle and one is uh, providing the fuel, right? So just keep that in mind. Something to point out there. And there's so much to this, everyone. I, I can't expect to get all of this kind of laid out in one episode. I'll probably have to do several more. It, it's just, it's it's so interesting the way that this man uses the um, the symbolism, says it all out for you. Uh, it's not in a Hollywood-based narrative yet. Uh, there are some things where he gets into Escape from Los Angeles, Snake Plissken, The Yellow Brick Road, etc. So, I mean, this guy goes on and on about some wild stuff. And uh, I've had some interesting, weird synchronicities when it comes to some of the information that he's containing here. So um, I'm eager to bring you all along with me so that we could look at this stuff and, and really think about it. And maybe we get that. I, I mean, he's got the hundred thousandth monkey effect going on in his channel, but maybe I get a hundredth monkey effect with my point of view happening out in the world. So I think that that's important and that's why I'm driving for this. Well, in a way, I did the same. I was looking to blame something. And in a way, it is the Solomon star, but only because it is malfunctioning. So you have the Solomon system and the organic system. Skew it to the right. Skew it to the left. Fast forward in a 2D. Something to point out there is a symbolism, Enochian magic. The system. Okay. You're familiar, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, so a lot of this stuff is making sense, man. It really is. Um, I don't know that the system is broken accidentally. Uh, I think it's purposefully. Um, you could call the goddess Anaki, right, uh, of necessity, uh, that, that this is a necessary happening. Uh, perhaps what we call prehistory um, played out the <clears throat> feminine-based, mother-oriented side of the story, and we're here playing out the masculine-based, fatherly side of the story. That That's the idea that I, I get anyway. Does it make it okay? Does it make it any less offensive that uh, that we are within the system? Sure, no, absolutely not. <clears throat> it's still a challenge. It's still a major clusterfuck. Let's just be honest, right? Um, but we're doing the best we can. We're getting through this. We're working together. Um, we are demonstrating 
interesting thought about the word demonstration as it starts with demon. So it makes you really wonder what the idea of demon used to be <clears throat> in the mother-based side of society when it used to exist. <clears throat> and uh, so, yeah, so it starts with demon. Demon is a, a background program in a computer, a daemon, uh, that is something that is running. We all have many, many, quote, demons uh, within us manipulating us pulling us to go certain directions and, and do certain things right and and that's and it's all a very sort of pointed masculine based demonstration on all of our parts take a look in a 3d system i do dig that he demonstrates through animation that's it's good um, for a lot of us, this is what we need. We need to be able to tie the intuitive and the logical sides of our brain together. What if the cell division was a consequence of the fall of man? What if the organic system is a deviation of perfection? If we were a deviation on a walnut tree, we would be aborted. <laughs> that is called natural selection. At least that's what we're taught, right? But if taught, we are right? part of a bigger system, that's impossible. Maybe the collective is trying some kind of shock therapy. Hmm. Interesting, right? Put the system in a shock, and while it is in a shock, it might remember its original status. So, if I'm playing the devil's advocate again, all the 9-11 events might be a way to waken us up. It looks like they are getting desperate. Because the events are happening faster and faster. It's like trying to wake an alcoholic. If you try to take away the bottle, the alcoholic will see you as a threat. Hmm. <laughs> How do we get out of this? Very, very clear on that one. It makes a lot of sense to me. Let's take the moment. And that is die. the question, isn't it? How do we get you out of this? You go to hell. You go to heaven. You see Jesus. You see Lucifer. Your favorite dog. Your granddad. But the problem is, there is still an observer. So you are still in the matrix. <laughs> Let's say there is a moment you say, hey, I'm out of the matrix. Well, the fact you are saying it means you're still in it <laughs> because you need an observer. And a part of the matrix is the observer. Let's say that the matrix was supposed to be a mirror funhouse, <laughs> but it got out of balance. It started to make this eight form. You start in a cell in the water, make an eight form and die. And then you start. So the interesting thing I'll point out here is um, there's a book out there. It's called The Secrets of the Flower of Life. Uh, there's a couple versions. Uh, and it ties deeply into uh, the Merkaba, uh, the... Uh, the importance of ancient structure, what we call ancient structures, um, the way that the the pyramids, the obelisks, etc., 
um, might possibly have some control over over time or or space or both um and and might be essentially making what we see as a, a daily life play out kind of in a loop um uh, the idea is that basically when we see the moon in the sky and we see it takes 28 days for that moon cycle what we're actually seeing is that we're embedded within a time cycle that is 28 times slower than the next layer out okay so so that's the idea um which would make sense when we start looking at ancient beings living very long time uh that can be based on our standard current timekeeping uh but when you were to jump out of this time bubble okay and, and i've been talking about time bubbles since for a couple of years now and uh this is something that just before i ever saw any of this stuff before I ever started digging into any of it, uh, this is just something that resonated very strongly with me. The concept of time manipulation, quantum leaping, uh, you know, et cetera. I, I think that we were handed the matrix supposition uh, for a reason, and it purposefully excludes any concept or idea of manipulation of time. And I think that that's important. I think that that's on purpose, absolutely purposeful. So, uh, that figure eight form, when we divide, we divide uh, into the first eight cells, and then those eight cells essentially kind of line up to make our, our energy system that we carry with us through the rest of our life. And that's included in the secrets of the flower of life also. So there's a lot of this information that's heavily embedded in uh, occult teachings and an occult reading. Start all over again in the water, in the cell, start of the reincarnation cycle. Take all the DNA, put it in a spaceship, make a wormhole, go to the past, and start all over again. Now do you see how he tied in our gestation process as identical to the same process that we see happening with the Earth itself? That's another thing that's very important. Each of us is a reflection of the entire universe going through the cycles that the entire universe is also going through. Um, you can look at it as like yuga cycles, right? I spoke with Joseph Selby a year and a half ago uh, regarding his book, The Yugas, and there's a lot of information out uh, out there on that now. Um, he's got a new book out there also. I think Darren and, and the guys over at Grime America had him on recently. Uh, but uh, so, so these are all things that you have to take into account. And so if you're just kind of coming off off of the mainstream narrative, like many of us had been when we began this kind of journey, this, this seeking, this understanding, this beautiful development of, of gnosis uh, that, that we have happening today. Um, and I think that that it partially is because of the shock treatment that we are seeing. Uh, in the world around us, you can't deny it. You can't turn on a TV or go to the store and speak with somebody uh, or, or see somebody walking down the street by themselves outside with their face all covered up. And, you know, you can't run away from it anymore. You can't run away from it. And it's it's causing many people to despair. Um, I was one of those in desperation for a period of time. But then I somehow found my footing, began to learn to swim. and uh, And I think that that's it's what the purpose of all this is. So let's continue. 
So in my view, the fall of man was the start of the cell division, the reincarnation cycle, and finally, death. But how do we get out? <laughs> do you want to get out? Because when you're out, you are void. Well, the only way to get out is when an external force decides to pull you out. <laughs> and that would be God. But Interesting, the right? real God. And not the force pretending to be God. The Matrix Lord, right? The... So what are we doing here? What do we call it? And what is the cause of the fall of men? It's got some valid questions the here, white right? Sun is a white hole something could have come out of it and disturbed the pattern of the counter rotating mechanism now there are two possibilities one this object smashed our planet out of its orbit or the second option is this object is still here and it is bringing our energy field out of balance. Could this be what they're hiding in Antarctica? This immensely evil thing. Let's go back to the atom. Maybe, right? The atom has two parts. The Isis and the Osiris. The Osiris is the Or Isis. The mirror of Isis. That means you have the observer Isis and the observed Osiris. Now in 1700 you have <laughs> the rise of the machines. Now a new mirror is created. The TV screen. Very important now right the here. The question is can you change Isis by changing Osiris? In there it is. Okay. That is as close to what I feel is legitimately the purpose of what's going on here to anything I've seen out there. What do we see happen when we have an experience present itself on the TV, an idea, a concept? Uh, a reality right depending on how much credence we give that okay uh the effects can be very profound even through a book I, I mean just any informational observation that you take into yourself can thereby install in you the ability to create that reality in the shared experience of this world okay so this is the magic mirror purpose of the television screen, right? That we see uh, happening. We see it happening to our children. We see it happening to others out there in the world. They see these things on TV and suddenly that's their idea that they identify with, right? So are they able to change ISIS by changing Osiris? I would dare say that yes, they are words, and they have can you and they will continue. Reality? by changing the reality on the TV screen. And that's the experiment. Let's explain it in another way. So you have Isis and her mirror image, or Isis. 
<laughs> Whenever Isis makes a move, or Isis will follow. That is what the mirror image does. Let's do the impossible. Move the mirror image first. The question is, will Isis follow? Will the object follow its mirror image? If it does, you have inverted the system. If the magic mirror machine is showing the climate is changing, will the observer manifest this reality? Boom. That's the question, is it not? Uh, what do we see happen over the last few years? Major, major influx of information about mud flood. What do we see happening earlier this year, especially in California, where the most population is located uh, that would be concerned with and prepared to harbor the idea of the mud flood? Question then is, did they make it happen? Or is it, as we would like to believe in a conspiratorial mindset, something more along the lines of like harp? I mean, it could very well be both. Uh, could be a hand in hand sort of dance that we're all engaged in. I think it will. So whatever controls the mirror machine controls reality. So what is the fall of man? We were the Ka, building our paradise, the Ba. But some entity took over the Ba and pretended to be the Ka, the God. So now we have become the Ba, the believers creating the world of the parasite and slowly we become one of them that's the idea or not right or not uh, something important to point out is we need to know that right we don't have to give in to the magic mirror machine okay we don't have to so we are going to, uh, let's see. This is such a heavy, heavy one here. Uh, I think we'll probably leave it at that. We'll just do another installment later um, on another, another video and go further into these time layer business and that sort of thing. Uh, but I wanted to say happy actual new year to everybody out there. And uh, just let you know that you are loved and you are important and you're critical to the results of this thing that we're a part of. And um, I ultimately feel that we do have a choice. We do have an opportunity to create something beautiful here, where even though, as it appears through the magic mirror machines that we all look at every day, the archive on the internet, the YouTube videos, the uh, television screen, all of these things telling us what is, right? Uh, but ultimately, we have to believe that. We have to know that because guess what happens? Like law of attraction sort of thing happens is you receive what you are. So if you are a victim in your own mind, you're going to receive that life. Um, 
now I can't say that it's easy to break out of that mindset because uh, we've had it installed our entire existence, right? So step-by-step, step, take it grain by grain of salt and just uh, you know remember to stay hydrated, uh, consuming all that salt and uh, everything will be just fine. But anyway, I wanna just say much love everybody out there. We'll do another installment on another video uh, here probably in the next couple of days, but I, I wanted to touch on this and, uh, you know, leave an open invitation for anybody out there that wants to discuss this stuff, speak about the strangeness of planet of the apes, creator earth. I mean, all this beautiful information that we're being presented with, um, because I think that at some point we've got to decide what we choose to hold on to. And um, I know for a lot of people, they're choosing to hold on to the kind of like alien narrative as it's been handed to us, but I'm not, I'm not so thrilled with that. I see the dynamic of symbolism that's embedded within that narrative. And um, it's powerful. Yes, it's very powerful, but it is still something being handed in its entirety to us. And, uh, you know, it's the same thing with this, right? It's still being handed in its entirety to me. And I don't know, maybe something inside me feels offended by that, like as if uh, I should be the one creating my own reality. Um, and while I am the one creating my own reality, uh, and trying ever so diligently to remove old programming, uh, new programming such as this comes in and fills that void. And it's it's something I'm working on. And, uh, you know, I, I hope you all are strong-willed and strong-minded enough to not let this information about being, quote, trapped, right, uh, in some kind of a crater due to the mischievous endeavors of some other entity, uh, you know, hopefully you can you can stomach that and and you can come back out of that sort of confusion. Uh, I, I mean, this was very, very daunting to me, uh, and I can't even begin to explain why um, could just be the artful manipulation of media that this gentleman employs uh, could also be the uh, repetition of terms throughout many of the videos, which is very effective when you're trying to push a point into somebody's mind. Uh, so so once again, uh, if you're going to look into this, use caution, um, armor yourself up a little bit, because a lot of this information will settle right into your heartstrings, okay? But then some of it will sit in the back of your mind and taunt you and toy with you for days and days. So much love, use caution, exercise your own free will, uh, your own love of life, and help to use this to create a more dynamic and beautiful story for yourself and those around you so, so that you can realize your own power and your own tenacity and your own drive and your own passion. Um, this place, no matter what it is, what it is not, I'll tell you what it is. It is a place of passion. We all have so much hidden uh, potential within us and, and it's, if it wasn't so disgusting to see everybody's potential being squashed by this magic mirror machine, uh, it would be impressive. And um, so that's another hard thing to deal with. Uh, do, do I do I find myself, you know, colored impressed by this, uh, or 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 do I hate it? Right. Uh, I think somewhere in the middle is where where I'm trying to be, and, and I think I'm getting there. And and I really think that that you all. Uh, should have the opportunity to get there too, to look at this information, to develop it into a personal understanding that is not, that is not detrimental to your like psychic, spiritual, mental well-being. So anyway, much love. We will uh, 
tuck it in for this one. That's going to be it. We're going to close it up, put it in the garage, shut it down, and we will be back another time.